You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Before we begin, I'd love to highlight our sponsor, Jane, an all-in-one practice management software. The team at Jane recognizes how much of a compassionate ally you are to your clients and they work hard to be the same for you. From day one, you can expect unlimited customer support, thorough onboarding that sets you up for success, and a 99.99% software reliability that ensures Jane is always ready to start the day with you. Just as you are always learning and improving, Jane is too. The team at Jane values customer feedback and uses it to design even more helpful features. So you can think of Jane as a software that grows with you. If you're ready to start your Jane journey, you can head to jane.app slash start. And that is jane.app slash start and use the code NURSECEO at sign up for a one month grace period. Apply to your new account. All right, let's get back to the show. Hi, this is Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneurs Podcast. Today, we have Karen Brewer one from Mom Baby RN. Karen, thanks so much for being here with us today. Oh, thank you, Katie, for having me. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about you as a nurse. What is your background? Um, well, um, I'm actually a what we would always call a return student. Um I went back to school. I went to college uh, right out of high school and started thinking I was going to be a bookkeeper or accountant, and that didn't work out. So um, I left college, got married, had a couple kids, and then I realized that, you know, if my husband happened to pass away or we happen to get divorced, how am I going to support these children? So I got to thinking about it. And when my firstborn son, uh, when I had him, he was, it just, clicked with me whenever I looked at the nurses and talked to them and how I watched how they interact with me and my baby and everything. And I thought, yeah, that would actually be a kind of a cool uh, vocation to go into. But things happen, had another child down the road, and I didn't think about it anymore until they were starting to get to preschool. And it was like, you know, I might want to go ahead and try to pursue that if that's still, you know, on my uh, radar. So I went ahead and did that and uh, finished my degree when I was 32 years old and uh, haven't looked back. Yeah, I, I, I think people think that, it. you know, especially when you're 30, you're like, oh, I can't go back to school. It's too late. And I look back now and I'm like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> it's not I don't care if you're 42 going back or 52, like, you know, it's still worth it. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes, definitely. Um, and I'm like I said, I am totally happy with the decision that I made because I have I feel like I have found my calling and found exactly the the niche that I love, which is postpartum care. And I love teaching about it. I love talking to patients about it. I love talking to uh, nurses about it. You know, just everything. Loved every aspect of it when I was on the floor uh, providing that care. So, so uh, are you still working on the floor now? No, I have since left the uh, hospital working on the floor due to um, some physical capabilities. And I I feel like that um, 
after having COVID a few years back and everything, I think I might've had a little bit of a TIA or something because I my memory is just not quite as, as good then. And that you can't have that in the hospital. Right. I didn't feel like that that was uh, doing my patients or the staff uh, service at all to be on the unit and not be able to remember what a syringe was or whatever. You know? Oh, wow. So, so it was pretty significant. It was. It was. So um, by doing this, my own business allows me to take the time to focus on writing and um, presenting uh you know, information to other nurses or parents or whatever, and still be able to have that teaching aspect to my career um, without really kind of skipping a beat. It just allows me to be in a more comfortable zone, plus also be my own own boss. So, yeah. So at what point uh, did you decide that starting a business was the right choice for you? Um, I had written my book originally, um, five years ago, uh, when I was still on the floor working, um, then things took a turn as far as I ended up not being a postpartum nurse only because, uh, we had kind of some upheaval with our nursing or our physicians there. Um, they left the practice. They were the only ones that we had. And therefore we went from having, you know, 75 patients a month or more to nothing. Oh, well, so, <laughs> so I ended up having to look for another position. I didn't want to move to one of the other hospitals. So um, I ended up supervising in the hospital for about three years and then realized that that really wasn't the avenue that I wanted to stay with and uh, tried my hand out at Nikki for a, a little while. And then also found out that my osteoarthritis kind of kicked in whenever I stood up for all those hours and everything and accelerated to the point where I ended up having both my hips replaced last year. So once I went back to the floor, I realized, you know what, my brain's still not there. I still, my cognition wasn't there. And I just felt that I needed to step back from the hospital role and look into something different. So that's whenever I decided to update my book get it more uh, up to date for the for 2023 and then move forward and start focusing on that and uh, teaching both parents and nurses too as well. So is that what you decided the business was going to be? It was going to be about teaching um, about postpartum? Yes, it is. Um, I had my, my mom baby RN website will be for parents um, to help educate them plus uh, um, help them focus on my book and, and uh, get information from that. Also um, my other website, my Karen uh, Brewer RNC, that one is going to be geared towards the nurses. Um, I am taking that same book that I wrote for my parents and adding additional information in there as if I was precepting a nurse on the floor explaining you know myself as far as why I did this or how I how this method was presented or whatever and the why behind it that was my big thing is, is a lot of times whenever people teach people things they don't necessarily give them the why and if you don't give them the why they don't know they don't understand why they're supposed to do this or not do that right um so I'll be doing that too with the nurses and uh I will also be presenting CE courses for postpartum nurses, which 
I feel like doing this right now is a perfect timing because with the nursing shortages in the hospital, I don't feel like that they're probably going to be precepted for any length of time, if at all. Yeah. Um, just because they're not going to have necessarily anybody to do it for them. So yeah. we actually just, yeah, that just happened at our hospital system. They decided that, you know, one of my, my students is a nurse manager and she's like, oh, they just um, eliminated the educational coordinator, all the clin specs and my assistant nurse manager. And they hired like 30 new to transition nurses into the mother baby unit. And so all of a sudden she had like 109 direct reports and she's like, what do I do? And I'm like, you got to quit. <laughs> I'm like, get the hell oh, out of there. Yeah. I'm like, that's scary. I'm like, you oh, can't yeah. control 109 people. Like it, it's just not, it's just stupid. Like this is being stupid now. Yeah. So like I said, I think I, feel like um by doing this it will help like i said help transition those new nurses in there that way i can give them the tools to hopefully make them successful yeah because uh, it's so not fair to them it's not fair no, to them not. to come into a system and just be like good luck <laughs> yeah exactly here here's the floor here's your patients have at it you know no that's not good that's not good that's not good uh business that is not good uh patient focused care that's you know right it's just it just is going to continue to go downhill until somebody you know right because i imagine that. too like the mother baby unit um you know i imagine a lot of times it's happy but there's got to be some awful stories and you know like you have to prepare the nurses for that kind of stuff like they that secondary trauma is really bad like it it can cause you know, tremendous psychological damage. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I definitely went over that portion of it in my uh, updated book too. That one hasn't been published just yet. I still have some more to add to it. Um, but I went over things like that and, um, you know, in different uh, different races of, of people and the diversity and how to take care of those patients and how to approach them and, you know, just a lot of things like that. That's really, yeah. really important as far as for the nurses to learn. Um, and hopefully by giving those tools to them, they will be able to make a successful journey on it. My concern too, especially with the parents and the reason why I've got the, it's perfect to have this book come out again now and, and really push and marketing on it is again, the same situation. How much time is the nurse is going to be able to spend explaining things to patients as far as their care? They're yeah. going to be lucky if they get, you know, get the pain medicines on time, make sure the baby's there to breastfeed and blah, blah, blah. And they're out the door going to do something else because they've got 10 patients now, <laughs> you right. know? Where right. we used to do maybe six to eight patients, can, you know, in our hospital, we did it couplet care. So I would have three to more, three to four mom baby couplets. Um, right. So, you know. And you had resources, like you had like a, an assistant manager <laughs> and a nurse educator and people to talk to. and <laughs> Exactly, exactly. But yeah, um, yeah, I feel like that there that it's really going to put a strain on the staff, the patients, just everyone. And so, like I said, that just seemed to be the perfect little thing for me to do to help alleviate or help 
get past some of this um, discomfort for uh, patients and nurses alike. So, yep. So, when does your website launch? Um, I haven't got a launch date just yet. I'm probably going to do it here very soon, like within the next week or so, because I've got most of the the stuff on there. Um, I was, like I said, getting some lead magnets done that I had um, made up to go along with my book, you know, like checklists as far as, you know, what to take to the hospital and what to not. And I also explain why you don't need to take this or take that or whatever, because not everybody knows what the hospital is going to provide or, um, you know, things that aren't going to necessarily work right now, like a boppy pillow is not going to go around up just post-pregnancy belly right now and be able to get the baby up to breastfeed. So leave that bulky thing at home kind of thing. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I'm really excited about it as soon as that gets done and I get that get that website up here running right. uh, yeah. get some articles on there so I mean as far as I'll have it available for what the the books um, um lead magnets and such but probably won't get around to getting any articles done here anytime soon at the moment so it'll at least be launched for for the book of people that purchase the book um, right and then I'll move forward so from there what is your ideal situation working with people? Do you want to work with like a large number of people or one-on-one or how do you want to work? Um, I would, I would like to do um, actual some nursing courses in the hospital settings too, as well. Um, that way, if, you know, my CE courses take off and they do well, that, you know, maybe the hospitals will pick that up as, in addition to to kind of help out teaching those uh, nurses for them so they don't have to have another nurse off the floor um, to do that. And that way I can, you know, kind of get a little a few more patients than I, than I normally would. Um, I also, right now I've been contacting OBGYN offices um, and letting them know my book is available and if they are interested in maybe having that as a something that they give to their patients um, themselves then have that um, I'll have that ready for them to go as far as being able to purchase those in bulk you know. okay so it, your book is out already on Amazon yes it is my postpartum book for my parents is out right now yes and uh, so what's uh, the name it, of the book tell us about uh, it the name of the book is called, uh, it's an acronym, it's The Baby Book, and the acronym stands for Best Advice for Baby and You. Oh. And, Did and you come goes, up with that yourself? I Well, yes and no. <laughs> Actually, we had uh, that title on a book that was, you know, a lot smaller than when we I first started working on a unit. And it went over some stuff uh, for patients and everything. And they didn't have that for maybe for about five years. And then they quit doing it. So I was like, you know, that's actually a cool title and everything. I'll just go ahead and take that. <laughs> but but I, I added it. to it and said, it's, it's an essential hospital guide for parents uh, from delivery to discharge. So it goes over everything about mom's care and baby's care 
from the time they deliver until they walk out that door and a little bit extra too. I go into things as far as like post-birth, which is a big thing right now. I mean, it's rampant on the news right now as far as maternal health, you know, and patients dying, you know, in hundred the hundreds, which shouldn't happen um, if these patients are educated about what to watch for on, you know, post-birth signs as far as preeclampsia and, you know, postpartum hemorrhaging and, uh, you know, maternal psychosis. I mean, you, you can get into those patients too that get, get that, you know, happening yeah. and, you yeah, know, they, they need that. Birth is, I mean, since it's happened trillions of times, like it's one of those things that you're just like, oh, you know, it's no big deal. Exactly. And a lot of people think that it's like, once the baby's born, we're done. You know, no, it actually goes on longer than that. And I'm glad to see that there's legislation now that's, you know, providing uh, prenatal care or postnatal care, basically postpartum care for moms up to a year. Now that I've seen uh, Medicare here in the state of Missouri that's doing that now. Oh, really? Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully some of the other states will start picking that up, too, with Medicare. Uh, at least with those patients alone. And those are the ones that usually are the ones that have the hardest time on that. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm happy about that. Um, the more we can educate these patients, the better the better the outcomes are going to be. And that's the that's the key. Yeah, absolutely. So how long did it take you to ultimately write the book? Um, when I first wrote the book, it took me a full year of work doing it uh you know every bit of spare time that i had uh when i wasn't working on the floor at the hospital so um nights weekends everything that i had i put into that book um the revision took me probably about six months to go through and make sure everything was up to date and and uh to today's standards and and uh everything is, you know, all the research and everything that I put into it, it, it definitely took a lot of time. Wow. Um, and how about like, did you self-publish it? I did. I did okay. self-publish it. Um, I think probably a lot of that has to do with the fact that, you know, it's my work. I don't want somebody else profiting off of that, you know, as you know, other than, you know, paying for the cost of, of having the books produced, you know, right, right. and maybe a little bit of a minor cut and, and not only that too, but um, if you go the traditional route, sometimes those books will linger around for even years before somebody decides to pick it up and, and uh, go ahead and publish it. So I felt yeah. I needed to get this book out here as quickly as possible. And my goal is to, to, uh, also get it into Spanish and translate it into other languages that are here pertinent here in the United States. And so those patients are left out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, cause that is a, especially our Spanish speaking, um, you know, parents and stuff mm -hmm. like, I mean, that's gotta be rough. Oh yeah. And, you know, I get, we had, uh, you know, Vietnamese and Chinese and um, just various other languages and such like that you know, as far as a very diverse population that of patients that we took care of and I just feel like that they get they slip through the cracks so much yeah 
Yeah. I mean, I would say, though, those communities, and this is totally generalizing and stereotyping, but they do tend to have much more of a community uh, amongst themselves uh, than, you know, the traditional American household does. Right. Um, so they're, they're very lucky in that sense that they they do um, they do sen- have that sense of like large family uh, dynamics, like uh, your neighbors are family, basically, you know. <laughs> right, right. But, you know, there are things that they, you know, their traditions and such that, you know, as a nurse taking care of the patients in the hospital, there's a lot of things that we could go ahead and do to make it, um, you know, as close to their traditions as possible. But if there's something that might be, you know, kind of dangerous, then it would be up to us to make sure that they are educated as far as the dangers for that. One of the thing was, is um, yeah, I've seen some of them that will try to put necklaces around the babies, you know, and oh. what happens if that gets into the baby's mouth or whatever, or put a whole bunch of little uh, blankets and things like that in the, in the cribs. And of course that's a dangerous uh, thing to do as well. They don't realize, but some of those babies can actually move around and I've had some of them roll over on scales before. So, <laughs> Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they just start one day, like one day they can move, you know, one day oh, they yeah. can't, but one day they can. <laughs> hey, you got a newborn that's mad enough, they kick, kick a hold of that, get a hold of that side rail and they just push themselves right over. Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All um, the more reason why you don't want to leave a baby alone without monitoring him. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had a couple of close calls with my son. I'm, you know, I'm a single mom. And it was just kind of like, you know, oh, you know, you just don't you don't expect it. Like you think, oh, well, he didn't move yesterday. So I just I can leave him on the couch for just one second and he yeah. come back and he's like practically falling off. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no. Can't do that uh... anymore. <laughs> you learn quickly <laughs> yeah yeah and thankfully you know it, it was you know nothing happened but there's always cases where that does happen and, and people just need to know so oh yeah yeah exactly uh so karen what do you what is your kind of like big vision for uh this business and and where you'd like to see it go well my goal my big vision is to you know get it into as many parents hands as possible to help educate them, to get it in as many nurses' hands as possible, to help educate them, and hopefully make postpartum, you know, even better down the road, and, you know, help to, you know, move these parents through, and get a, give them a good start, and uh, help those nurses teach the patients, and take care of the patients well, so they can leave confident and less anxious and you know that's my that's my main goal just to try to try to make it better for for the patients and the nurses all around i love it all right so tell us the the name of the book where they can find it and how they get in touch with you if uh, they want more information okay um the name of the book again is the baby book and that's an acronym it's for best advice for baby and you. Um, it is on Amazon. And the easiest link to do to get to the book directly is to do HTTPS colon slash slash and then tiny URL 
facebook.com slash Karen, and that's capitalized, Brewer, and that's capitalized against it. And then RNC is all capitalized. So awesome. and we'll put that in the show notes too. Yeah. Um, and as far as the parents uh, sites, if they would like to get on there, that is, again, that's mombabyrn.com. And the nurses uh, instructional um, website will be Karen Brewer dot rnc.com awesome all right karen well thank you so much for sharing this with us today oh well, thank you i appreciate you uh, having me on your show today <laughs> absolutely this is katie harris saying thanks for listening remember if you're a nurse who is ready to start this type of business that you heard about here today on this podcast or any other idea that is burning a fire inside of you, let's talk it out. Click the link inside the show notes to schedule your private discovery call with my team. No sales. This call is just to determine what your idea is and if we can help. Until next time, keep making your impact, nursepreneurs.